महीने के वो चार दिन ब्लू लिक्विड इन एडवर्टिजमेंट ऑन पैड्स दैट नाइन्थ ग्रेड बायोलॉजी लेसन lots of hemming and hawing and the walk of shame to the ghusl khana every time we stain the stigma around menstruation this sadharan sa body function that happens to half the population world over prevents most of us from talking about it to take action when something does not feel right and to understand how to maintain basic hygiene in most cases Moreover it's a known fact that when women go into emergency rooms due to severe cramps excessive bleeding fainting etc they are not taken seriously all this despite the popular studies conducted across countries on the subject matter with one research even conducted in UK concluding that a period pain can be as painful as a heart attack so ladies i think it's time we take the matter in our own hands If fatigue has become a constant source of worry these days, if pelvic pain gives you sleepless nights, if heavy menstrual flow affects your daily life, if mood swings are adding to your problems, there is a fair chance you could be falling prey to gynecological disorders. Although doctors do say that it's not easy to make a list of the most common problems that women generally suffer from, we will try our best to address a few in this episode. Today we have with us Dr. Milan Telang, the gynecologist from Pune who has more than 30 years of medical experience. He will point out some of the well-documented disorders which, you know, can interfere with our everyday functioning so that we are well informed and therefore confident about maintaining our intimate health. Hello Dr. Milan, welcome to Health Charcha. Hi Deepthi and uh... I really agree with what you have said in the earlier part that yes it is the stigma around menstruation that keeps the women away from going to the doctor so glad we are on the same page <laughs> let's yeah. begin uh, so my first question is um you know what is the most common issue amongst menstruating women well dipti amongst non pregnant women right from menarche to menopause one of the most common problems faced is abnormal uterine bleeding and this can present in different ways depending upon her age right from menarche through reproductive age and up to menopause right um, but is it normal to have aub and what are some of the most common symptoms well as per our federation of obstetrics and gynec societies of india the incidence of AUB is about 18% but if you go worldwide and you include patients who are having bleeding in between their periods it might go up to nearly 30% so it is very common to have this abnormal form of bleeding and the common symptoms are uh, basically we should understand that 
a normal cycle duration is 28 days so if mm-hmm. the cycle still remaining normal the patient can have abnormal bleeding in the form of heavy flow so the first 5 to 6 days she may bleed with 4 to 5 or 6 pads per day this is abnormal secondly mm-hmm. the cycle remaining normal the duration of flow increases so from 5 to 6 days it can go up to 8 10 12 days so this is abnormal again premenstrual spotting that is spotting before the onset of periods mm-hmm. spotting continuing after the periods and severe pain associated with it also is a form of presentation and lastly but not the least she can have bleeding in between the periods and sometimes what the patients miss is a post coital bleeding also this is also an abnormal form of bleeding and they should report to the doctor immediately oh okay that's new information uh, but why does it happen like what are the causes of abnormal uterine bleeding so the menstrual cycle has basically three components yeah the brain secretes certain substances known as the hormones now this acts on the ovaries and it creates a follicle now okay. a follicle has a egg yeah so the first half of the cycle produces a hormone known as estrogen which mm-hmm. acts on the uterus and creates a inner layer once mm-hmm. ovulation takes place that is when the egg is released another hormone known as the progesterone is released from the ovary and this acts on the uterus again and when both these hormones are low in their levels towards the end of the 28 day cycle mm. and get withdrawn from the system a girl or a woman menstruates so mm. if there is any any derangement in this axis from the brain to the ovary to the uterus mm. you can have a ho- hormonal problem if you have any structural defect in the uterus wherein the uterus is non receptive you will have a structural problem so accordingly we for the convenience of diagnosis it has been described as structural causes which are local to the uterus and non structural causes which can be general causes which affect the menstruation accordingly there is an acronym palm and coin now p is for polyps a is for adenomyosis l is for fibroids or leiomyomata and m is for malignancy similarly okay. you have coagulation disorders which are locally acting in the uterus which prevent the blood from clotting there similarly you can have ovulatory that is when the, if the egg is not formed she can have menstrual problems if the egg is formed but the uterus the endometrial layer is non functioning she can have menstrual problems or if you are giving certain drugs to the patients which affect the uterus or a copper tea which is inserted as a contraceptive device by the women also right. can cause aub so these are the common causes of aub right and endometrial polyps and fibroids are basically the two most common types of abnormal uterine growth right absolutely in the reproductive age and towards the perimenopausal age group these are one of the commonest causes all right 
that's actually quite a lot uh, to process now um, many of us women you know we also intentionally ignore the effects of this condition we don't consult our doctors matlab half the times it's out of embarrassment the other half the times it's like hamare paas time nahi hai so what's your take on that dr milan well dipti i always feel that health of a woman in india is not a priority they neglect their gynecological health patients mm. report absolutely late when they start experiencing tiredness fatigue and this is affecting their daily activity especially right. there are certain myths that exist in the community if you have a woman above 40 and if she is having heavy bleeding then the commonest myth that has to be dispelled off is that she is going in for menopause no menopause doesn't come in this fashion for mm-hmm. menopause to occur the patient has irregular periods scanty flow just the opposite and then gradually the periods get delayed delayed till they disappear and she lands into menopause similarly yeah. if you take the reproductive age group you will see mm-hmm. patients who get periods up to 2 to 3 3 months and they have heavy bleeding but they don't report to the doctor because yeah. they feel this is a cleansing process two months i have not cleansed and now this is a cleansing process by nature so they wait till they get signs and symptoms which affect their daily activity and this has to be taken seriously by the women i always feel that good health can create wealth previously we used to say yeah. health is wealth but i feel good health can create wealth and that is one of the biggest reasons why we have anemia in the community so visiting a gynecologist early will help the diagnosis and early treatment and prevent anemia and improve the quality of her life right uh, again i mean uh, surprising that it is also i mean it leads to anemia and you know uh, anemia could be one of the reasons why people could have irregular uh, periods or would have trouble with their periods but i don't think honestly dr melind it is enough to sort of motivate the women uh, so my next question would hopefully motivate their families how does aub affect fertility dipti definitely aub can pose problems for fertility and if you see what i have already described in the causes the structural causes like the polyps the fibroids and adenomyosis now here i would like to explain what is adenomyosis it yes. is as the patient bleeds outside in menstruation she also bleeds within the muscles of the uterus and causes adenomyoma which is different from a fibroid this adenomyoma causes excruciating pain during the periods prevents implantation of the embryo from occurring similarly the polyps and the fibroids they increase the activity of the uterus and do not allow the embryo to get implanted thereby causing infertility so it's pretty serious how can this condition be diagnosed see there are various tests to diagnose various causes of aub right mm-hmm. from doing complete blood count doing the coagulation profile taking a proper history as to find out whether the girl or the lady had a past history of bleeding gums which will give you an idea into the coagulation disorders mm-hmm. doing thyroid test a simple thyroid test the thyroid interferes with the formation of the egg and if there is a deranged thyroid there will be deranged ovulation and therefore aub 
and infertility similarly a pelvic ultrasound more so nowadays we do what is known as a transvaginal sonography which will pick up polyps fibroids adenomyosis hyperplasia that is increased layer of the uterus early and can be treated early and last but not the least having said this hysteroscopy is a boon wherein we can take a biopsy of the endometrium and we can see and diagnose the polyps and the fibroids in the same setting so what are some of the treatment options available uh, you know to cure aob see in one sentence if i tell you treat the cause but it yeah. will also depend on the age of the patient whether she wants childbearing and mm-hmm. whether they are structural causes like the polyps or the mm-hmm. fibroids because if there is a polyp you have polypectomy that is removal of the polyp if you have fibroids depending upon the location of the fibroids if they are towards the cavity that is inner layer then it is by hysteroscopy if it is towards the muscular layer it is by laparoscopy you can remove the fibroids which is known as myomectomy if there is hyperplasia you can just take a biopsy and then give hormonal treatment but if the patient has finished her childbearing is in a age group above 40 45 and we are suspecting cancer in that particular patient then the answer would be removal of the uterus the tubes and the ovaries similarly if she is in a younger age group then it will be mainly medicine form of treatment in the form of hormones or locally acting drugs right uh, somewhere along the lines uh, dr milind you also mentioned hysteroscopy could you please elaborate uh, more about this treatment option as i already said dipti hysteroscopy is a boon to the gynecologist and to the patient hysteros mean uterus and scopy means to see so here right. with latest technology available we have miniature scopes specially designed to enter the uterus throw light inside the cavity of the uterus and more so deeply you'll, you'll be fascinated to know that this is done without any touch to the patient so no touch technique we, yeah we don't use any pre pre medication no yeah. anesthesia patient is yeah. very much involved she can see on the screen what we are doing so evidence based medicine and it has miniature equipments instruments attached to it which can remove the polyp or the fibroid in fact we in india are also blessed to have what is known as the tissue retrieval system which is the mm-hmm. smallest possible morsel letter which can be sent inside the uterine cavity and it just eats up the polyp or the fibroid without damaging the rest of the endometrium so hysteroscopy is not only a boon to the patient for the gynecologist it's stethoscope right this is really fascinating the eating up of the polyp was just i mean <laughs> was quite fascinating doctor um so i believe and especially now that you know people are trying to avoid checking into hospitals you know during the ongoing pandemic is this a day care procedure or can hysteroscopy be a day care procedure uh, the question is very well asked and it uh, i'll give you a proper answer to this mm-hmm. yes it is an outpatient procedure wherein the patient need not be admitted she comes as she walks into your clinic fully dressed up decked up with her lipstick on no problem <laughs> and right. no 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 
uh, we don't even start a saline for her no blood test required and once the diagnosis is made we can use this without any form of anesthesia and remove the polyp or the fibroid but having said this it is more important to understand that this process is very helpful for the patient herself since there is no lesion huh the patient can go back to work the same day and right. there is no damage to the endometrium especially when she wants future pregnancies so this form of treatment is an outpatient based treatment wherein the patient walks in and walks out of the clinic lovely actually that's quite a relief uh, to be honest and uh, that thing about the lipstick <laughs> dr melan <laughs> ouch <laughs> <laughs> anyway um any final piece of advice you would like to give before we wrap this episode up deepthi i always believe this and i'll quote the queen rania of jordan here educate a woman and you educate a family educate a girl and you educate the future i just wish to add one word to this and that is health educator for our future especially in this pandemic with women working from home there's a lot of stress no yeah. activity and increase in weight which can cause adverse hormonal effects this can be controlled by the patient by staying fit doing regular exercises having nutritious diet and not the least visit the doctor at the earliest if you notice any abnormality in your menstrual rhythm thank you so much dr milan for taking out the time to explain this to me and my fellow listeners uh it was such an insightful conversation thank you so much thank you deepthi hmm clearly my fellow women we have a lot to chew on also just in case while listening to this conversation if you suspect that you could have aub do not hesitate to go to your doctor today and trust me i know a visit to the doctor regarding your gynecological health can be very intimidating but don't ignore it take a loved one a trusted family member or even a friend here's wishing you all the happiness and health in life ahead that's it for today we'll be back next week with another health topic and another charcha if you want to know more about the disease discussed in this podcast visit metronic india on linkedin facebook and twitter or reach out to us at hd smartcast on facebook instagram and twitter and to listen to more such podcasts log on to hdsmartcast.com or sunte rahiye naye nazariye se This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.